Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with me right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I thank you for your care to be present. And so I'm always grateful and thankful every time I come to these airwaves for the opportunity to speak my heart, to get quiet enough and still enough, prayerful enough to ask that that which needs to be heard and that which needs to be shared and that which needs to be communicated, that which needs to be felt, that which needs to be said. Is done so. And that at the end of your listening, at the end of this programming, we are ever more committed to walking in the light of the truth of the all that we each are because it is needed. It is what and the best response that we can get in light of everything that has preceded us in the foundation of this country in the inception, in how it was built up and maintained and sustained and how so many ones of all hues and many species have been undermined in the process of establishing this country that boasts itself of being so great. But to be great really requires a real commitment to the order of life and the laws of life. And to be lawless does not make one great. And to be murderers and liars and thieves does not make one great. And to be in a place where you can boast of having more machinery, more killing power than someone else does not make you great. Being in a place in space where ones and ones think that you have the right to determine who lives and who dies and to institute death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education and the path of prosperity does not make you great. Come to a point and place where we are realizing the one eye that sees through every eye and to realize the law that governs all of us and the care to be in it. The care to be reconciled and rectified and edified and uplifted and enriching, enhancing, and doing that which is ours by virtue of our duty, obligation, and responsibility to the wholeness and to the whole of existence itself is the foundation of what allows us to become a restored people in our greatness because the greatness is there. But being in a mindfulness that it requires a conscious care and a commitment to truly honor the gifts that we've been given that is life itself. But on behalf of all of those ones whose lives have been taken from them, whose lives have been marginalized and who are dwelling in the 
anesthetization, inebriation, intoxication, stupefaction, miseducation, religious training, dogma, and doctrine, and oppression, then those of us who really care have to take leadership right where we are within the context of our own body temples to be restored, to be cleared from the emotional, mental trauma of trespass and violation, and to be able to be washed clean, clean from it all, the taint of it, the stain of it, to be restored in the light of the truth of the ones that we each are as these points of this absolute and supreme presence, and to be supremely present as points of absolute and supreme intelligence, and to be supremely intelligent as these points of it, of all. To acknowledge the oneness of existence and to care, to truly facilitate the oneness that is all there is. The commonality, collectivity, the interdependence, the mutual needs, and the awesome opportunities that we have to circumvent some of the devastation that's coming as a result of the foundations, as a result of the violations. To be in a place where we are really caring to be whole, to be healed, to be more to be realigned and reconciled and harmonized with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, so that we can be qualified for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond. But to be in a place and space where we are feeling entitled to eat ourselves to death and screw ourselves to death and drink ourselves to death and be filled to overflowing with that which is creating so much blockage and obstruction that you really are dying your living as opposed to truly living in the fullness of the giftedness that life actually is for you. And so on behalf of all of those ones who are grieving in this now moment because there are so many ones who are and have been making transitions, those who have been tragically killed and died unexpectedly, suddenly, and we have to realize that there will be much more of it as a result of there being a multi-trillion dollar industry in the creation of sickness, illness, disease, and death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. And so we have the opportunity to no longer participate in being houses divided against ourselves. We have the opportunity to truly care to exalt a full effort in our living, to reverse the issues that may have started accumulating and crystallizing in our tissues as a result of all of what we've been given over the decades of life that our bodies don't recognize as food. And so in light of there being this whole agenda 
for vaccines and COVID and everybody is cooking the books and lying about how many people are dying from it. And that there has never been so much outcry about people dying from any of the other things that was already pandemic in terms of the numbers of ones who have succumbed to the cancers, the heart disease, the diabetes, the obesity, the lupus, the sarcoidosis, and all of the other things that people are passing away with that now they're just saying, you know, pre-existing conditions. And so with the pre-existing conditions of so much accumulation of mucus in the lungs and saturating all of the organs and whatnot as a result of all of the pancakes and the waffles and the biscuits and the donuts and the croissants and the bagels and the cheese and the eggs and the milk products and dairy products and all of this stuff that you all have been socialized to think is good eating, which is actually foundation for your pre-existing conditions under which you are utilizing so many pharmaceuticals and drugs and instruments to help you breathe, the oxygen tanks, the CPAP machines, the breathalyzers, the inhalers, and all of these things. I'm just saying is that if you really were concerned about susceptibility or vulnerability to anything, then you would really have to be in a place where you are exalting a full effort in facilitating optimum cellular functioning daily. And as a result of all of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco, the sugar, and whatnot that you've consumed consistently over time, then you would have to be even more determined to facilitate cleansing consistently over time so that you can be free at the cellular level, liberating at the cellular level from all of the pesticides and herbicides and BHA and BHT and uh, nitrates and nitrites and all of the chemicals that are saturating your tissues, creating the cysts and the tumors that are forming as the body is trying to protect itself from so much absorption of all of these things, these chemicals, these man-made substances that have become the designer drugs for modifying the behavior of people so that they are not able to respond correctly and directly to being warred against. They are participating with their own genocide in a cellular oppression. They work on behalf of the companies that are Profiting, delusionally so, from the manufacturing, the distribution, the commercialism, the advertising of all of these products and things that have no nutritional value and do nothing to oxygenate the cells, to hydrate, mineralize, alkalize, facilitate cellular regeneration, renewal, rebirth, and 
are the foundation for the true pandemic that very few people are have been acknowledging. And part of this pandemic that, that we are seeing or the agenda that is genocide, that America, and not America exclusively, but because we are a part of that corporate entity here on this North American continent, then we have to accept responsibility for shifting and changing the culture from a death culture to a life culture. And that's the responsibility of us all because there are no ones who've been gifted to the planet to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood, nor those ones who have been truly authorized by the intelligence of existence to undermine the intelligence of existence and exalting its supremacy over here by stupefying and anesthetizing and inebriating and intoxicating everything and everybody else to the degree to which they are dysfunctional and dysfunctioning. And so on behalf of those ones whose names we can call, who have gone far too soon. We can look at the way that they lived. We can look at the things that they enjoyed. You can look and see how people were oriented from a place of their diseased state as opposed to the absolute truth of their being directly and our having the opportunity to transcend it, transform it, transmute it all so that we walk a stronger walk and live a greater life on behalf of those ones whose lives have touched ours, who are significant in our lives, in our living, and for our realization that life is the gift, but what enhances and enriches our lives are the richness and the enhancement in our relationships with one another as brothers and sisters, as Husbands and wives, as sisters and brothers, as family, in God, in life, in love. But it's very difficult to really understand the power of love when you are feeling entitled to undermine yourselves. It's very difficult to understand the fullness of the power that comes in loving when you are exalting your right to be hating. It's extremely difficult to understand the power that is love when you refuse to accept that there is law and order in existence and you feel entitled to be feeding off the flesh of other beings who were denied the opportunity to fully live their lives. And even if you were reaching for free range, organically bred animals and whatnot, they still were traumatized at the realization of their capture and their killing and their death. And now that frequency and energy of fear and frustration, anguish and angst is charged upon your blood as a result of you feeding off of it consistently over time. And so we have to realize that a lot of the issues that people are having are because of what it is they're consuming. And so it matters that we really know love, the love that the intelligence of existence has for itself in our perfect and divine design. That love is 
the harmony of the whole and the truth of the wholeness that we each are dwelling in the consciousness and the mind of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And in supreme intelligence constitutes the wealth of ourselves and the gifts that we're here to give and to be in a place where we are truly reverencing, respecting, honoring life and the living and those ones who've been gifted life. But we've been socialized under the auspices of those who feel as though they have the right to determine through their capture of ones and ones, through their containment of ones and ones, through their enslavement of ones and ones, that they have the right to decide how they live and how they die. And I'm saying is that we have duty, obligation, and responsibility to come to that place and space within the reality of our own body temples that we will no longer give our undivided attention and support and obeyance and obedience to a people who have not enough love and regard for the order of existence and the intelligence of existence to exalt and support the living for living as opposed to using everybody's freaking commodities in a system that sucks the life force out of people through capitalism in the perpetuation of inebriation, intoxication, and sickness, illness, and disease through ignoring the divine design and feeding people anything and everything that creates blockage and obstruction and undermines their cellular functioning to the degree to which they are being robbed of their life force every time they have a meal, every time they have a snack, every time they have a drink. And over time, it creates conjunctions of tragic dates with fate as it's very difficult to truly rise to a gloriously rising destiny when you have never practiced the presence and the light and the love of being and the source of being and the intelligence of being to the degree to which you would harmonize with it, with all, in the oneness of existence itself which is where real love actually is. And so we have the opportunity to really facilitate our evolutionary progression as spirits in these body temples and to come to that place and space where we are ascending in the exaltation of love. To allow everything to work towards our greater good to care enough where we do nothing to undermine ourselves and we will no longer participate in a system that will not correct itself and its objectives. Particularly now that it's obvious and it's evident that it has gone astray 
you understand, you can't boast of being great when you have uh, the greatest numbers of sick, ill, inebriated, intoxicated, and violating people upon the planet. You cannot really be taken seriously when you perpetuate lies as the truth and deny the truth and kill the truth sayers. And so I'm just saying is that we having to come to a place and space where we are realigning with the source of our being, the intelligence of existence, the intelligence of all being directly. And there is no way to work on behalf of the liberation of anyone if you are not about the liberation of the whole, of everyone. And to know that liberation is allowing the intelligence of one's being to thrive and to function, and that cannot happen under cellular oppression. And so the divine design of our body temples has to be something that we really are paying attention to so that we are able to reverse the issues of the heart disease and the diabetes and the strokes and the heart attacks and all of the other things that are the true pandemic that they are calling pre-existing conditions so that everything can now be labeled COVID or coronavirus and whatnot. And so it's necessary for us to understand when you're being played, you've been played this whole time through a system of miseducation. You know, real self-knowledge and creator knowledge and creation knowledge and understanding how the laws work is something that we are now having to really allow ourselves to immerse ourselves in so that we can give it, we can teach it, we can lay a better foundation for a system of education that actually exalts and cultivates the intelligence of beings as opposed to stupefying them, anesthetizing them, inebriating them, and putting them in a place where they can be barely functional as drones and slaves in a system that is delusional to think that it can thrive off the murder and the annihilation of other ones, whether it was our indigenous families or our African families or the myriad, the billions of creatures that are killed on an annual basis so that their body parts can rot in your in your body temples be sold to your children as happy meals. We're in a now moment where we have to shift this paradigm. To take leadership right where you are within your own body, heart, mind, within your own spirit. To exalt a full effort in your living to the degree to which nothing in nobody can pull you off center and have you in a place and space where you do that which is detrimental to yourself because you don't know how how you function. You understand? That's the only way that people could be in a place where they're doing all of these things in terms of all of this hand sanitizing and, and masking and gloving when all of that does is further suppress your immune systems. But then to make it mandatory and have people working under these conditions, I'm saying is that we have to have people who are really aligned with the truth of existence itself and not just following scripts of people who do not have anybody's best interests at heart. To dwell in fear is to be oppressed. To be in a place where you don't care to be correct or that you're afraid to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are 
is a manipulation. It is nothing natural about that. Everything exalts its life. Everything exalts a full effort in its living. And to be these ones of this absolute and supreme intelligence, then that is what we should be doing also, regardless of what anybody else would say about it. To be called to light, to be called to that degree of responsiveness where you really care to walk in the fullness of the all that you are, it matters that you do this. It matters that you do it on behalf of those ones who are gifted to you as your charges, your children, your grandchildren. It matters that you really come to that place and space where you want to thrive. to walk as liberated beings, to be in a place and space where it truly matters to you how you stand in this life, and to be in a place and space where you are uncompromising when it comes to the high ethic and high morality and the real care to be vivid in your self-expression and self-reflection as an intelligence of existence or a man or a woman of this absolute supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. And God is not going to be under the auspices of those who are godless, faithless, insecure to the degree to which they feel as though they have to be the perpetuators of a, a global initiative that has gone truly south and since senselessness. So on behalf of those ones whose names we can call and on behalf of those whose names we will never know, on behalf of the lineages through whom we've come and those who are with us and those who've come through us and those that we didn't allow to come and those who've yet to come, let us be in this now moment caring enough to exalt a full effort in our living, to realize that we're all breatharian first and God is in the air. The breath is the animating, maintaining, and sustaining force of our lives. And there is nothing that you can do that is in your best interest when you cut yourself off from your breath. Whether it's masking or smoking or consuming tons of mucus-producing foods, We're in a now moment where it's time for us to clear up, clean up, stand up, and rise up. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. circle and this is Adama thanking you again for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity and so I'm the one to really remind us that absolute law 
is in full effect and that there are no ones who are meeting out judgment against anything or anybody and life really isn't holding anything against any of us but the issues that we are confronting comes as a result of the consistent disregard disrespect of the laws that govern our lives and the laws that govern life and the greatest holocaust that is still in full effect most people are fully participatory with it in the raising and the slaughter of billions of animals on a daily basis on an annual basis but the murder is taking place daily but then the actuality of the justice that's being meted out is the pandemic that is in full effect with the heart disease or diabetes or cancer is the all of those issues that people were having way before covid and now they're trying to make everything be covid and I'm saying this is really <laughs> a global initiative it's the extension of something that has been in full effect for the entire time but because we've been able to participate with it and to enjoy the spoils of it we have not really been able to respond correctly and directly to it to know that when you're being warred against your first line of defense is to do nothing to undermine yourselves and in this now moment to have so much sickness illness and disease as multi-trillion dollar business and the lives of everyone not only the remaining of our indigenous families and those who are the uh descendants and ascendants of our african families and all of the rest of those who are occupying this north american continent we have responsibility duty and obligation to come to a point and place where we will no longer be a detriment to ourselves but it just seems as though most people would rather make a decision for someone else to take leadership as opposed to taking leadership in our own lives and it's supposed to our being accountable and responsible as men the progenitor of lineages and as women the perpetuator of lineages to have an understanding and an understanding that we are on the planet to exalt life and the feeling of entitlement to subjugate and dominate and bastardize and usurp other ones is not sustainable over time. Yes, it's been going on for quite a while, but it doesn't mean that it can continue. Because the reality of the karmic debt that comes as a result of the violation of our indigenous families, the enslavement of our African families, the continued oppression of everything and everybody else puts us in a place in space where no, you get what you are applying yourself to. You understand the nature of the harvest is going to be by virtue of the nature of the seeds that have been sown so to have seeds sown in sickness illness disease and death means that there has to be a harvest of sickness illness disease and death and so those of you who have been diagnosed or are not diagnosed those of you who know that you are not really thriving you're not really living knowing that you are not well not feeling good now you have the opportunity to reverse any of the issues but we cannot we cannot stand in the fullness of 
of our grace and our authority and our protection as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence when we will continue to support the violation, the subjugation, the domination, and the murder and capitalization of other creatures and then feed off of their carcasses. To be in a place and space where we are realizing that the eye that sees, sees through every eye and that every order of existence has the right to its life matters that we are getting it after all of what we have been through, after all of everything, that uh, the Constitution is something that, that has no validity for, for where we are right now. And if anybody were really going to do anything in terms of allowing government to be accountable and responsible for leadership, then that document has to be rewritten or destroyed and something else come forward that can be enough to get the people up out of the ditches and valleys of degradation. Because there really cannot be a true democracy where the people feel entitled to be killing themselves and their children. What nature of a people undermine their children? Put you in a place and space where you're creating sickness, illness, and disease because they feed you the carcasses of dead animals. And you say, oh, well, that's existed for all all time. There's never been vegan or vegetarian communities. I mean, the, the... the native people, the indigenous ones, everybody ate flesh. And I'm saying it does not mean that that is our progression. As a result of 90% of the global warming happening from uh, a food industry that is based on the slaughter of other beings, the utilization or the the misuse and abuse of Mother Earth and Mother Nature for the purpose of grazing animals that are not native and not natural to the earth. But we are in a place now where it matters that you care to do something different and to be in a place where we have seen and understand the historical in the slaughter and the marginalization of our indigenous families and then gonna sit at a table with with murdered beings and feed as if this is the way to really be thankful to God for God's abundance. And, And now, you know, you've got so many dead animals, they're just giving it to you, give it to you, give you free dead carcasses to eat as food in the midst of what they call a pandemic. The pandemic is has nothing to do with COVID. The the pandemic is really the misalignment, being out of alignment with the source of our being that creates the susceptibility and the vulnerability to absolutely anything and everything, anything can happen to a people when they have lost their purpose. To lose one's purpose is to really have lost everything. There's nothing that you can do except to regain your lost life that truly allows you to realign yourself with destiny. Destiny is off the planet. The issue is, can you truly live your life, the rest of your life, in the light of the truth of the all that you were born to be? Is this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence? 
and to be supremely intelligent in this now moment, in light of and in spite of everything and everybody's initiative, to come to a point and place where we know that the intelligence of existence is already one and it is the victorious one because nobody can outthink it. We think by virtue of it. We're immersed in the reality of this absolute and divine mind or consciousness, but then to be in a place where you are self-violating and knowing that there is only one self and to violate the one self through all of the selves puts us in a position where we will never know the fullness of what is available to us. But the beauty of this is that as individual ones, we do not have to wait for the whole of everything and everybody to be completely liberated before we have the benefit of our own personal individual realignment with the wholeness. The issue is what do you care to experience as the rest of your life? Do you want to be in a place and space where your life is being robbed from you every time you have a meal? Do you want to be in a place where you're completely dependent upon those who don't know what to do for you, will not have the commitment to facilitate your realignment, your empowerment to accept the duty, obligation, or responsibility that when you have a clear vision of yourself in your wholeness, when you have a wholehearted faith and the confidence in the ways of life, in the laws of life, when you are really willing to be completely cleared and cleansed of the violations, the 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 mental uh, tragedies and travesties, the remembrance of it, your emotional bodies and your your spirit bodies and whatnot, when you really care to be free, then it doesn't depend upon everybody else. It just depends upon you. But we as a people, as a global humanity, are being called to stand on behalf of life, to be rightly aligned that these ones and individual ones, because they have money, and because they found the Center for Disease Creation and, and the World Health Organization and the Departments of Death and, and all of this does not give them authority in our lives. Our time is now. To consciously care to be harmonized with the intelligence that beats all of our hearts and breathes us. And to realize that no matter how humanely one has raised these animals, that animals will still go through a complete horror when they sense that their lives are being threatened, when you are trying to capture them and blunt beat them over the heads or shoot them with, with uh pellets or guns or whatever, however these animals are being killed, I guarantee you that they were conscientious and sentient enough to fear, to end their day, their moments in frustration and agony and pain and anguish and angst. And the etheric frequency of that permeates every fiber of their flesh, so you are consuming the flesh of violated beings, is where the real Holocaust is and the culture that is a death culture because of 
some misguided thought that you can thrive in life from eating the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of other beings, their progeny, their body fluids, and then douse your bloodstream with alcoholic beverages and tobacco products and white sugary, sweetened, artificially colored and flavored and refined white sugars, and then be healthy. It doesn't exist that way, and that's why we're dealing with the sickness in this society. To realize that a healthy people do not create genocide. That's popular in common activity and collective learning and education and the path of prosperity. A healthy people do not create multi-trillion dollar business in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, and disease. A healthy people... Do not capitalize in the creation of artificial colors and flavors and things that have no value for the human body and then package it and market it to children. But all of those seeds sown in sickness, illness, disease, and death will create and are creating a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. So on behalf of all of those ones who've come and gone, all of those ones who we've loved, all of those ones who've had their heart attacks and their strokes and their cancers and their diabetes and all of that, and all of those of you who are impacted and affected by that death style, this is something that we're having to really get real clear about that there is no God anywhere who can do for you what you're not willing to do for yourself. But in aligning with the laws that govern life and the nature of what it is to be, to exalt a full effort in your living, then you can completely reverse your issues. But as a nation of people and as a global humanity, we can circumvent some of the devastation is coming as karmic debt for the sowing of the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death and murder of these creatures and then feeding off of their body parts. But a lot of people, it's like, well, you can't give up. I can't give up my pork chops. I can't give up this. I can't give up that. But you'd be willing to give up your life and give up the life of your children. Greetings, WRFG family and friends. On behalf of the board, staff, and volunteers, we want to send our appreciation for your support during our recent on-air fund drive. We are most grateful for those who donate faithfully to ensure that we stay on the air, providing you progressive news, information, and quality hand-picked music. We want to remind those who pledge to please fulfill your promise as soon as possible. You can simply mail your donations to 1083 Austin Avenue, Northeast, Atlanta, 30307. You can also utilize our secure online donation portal at wrfg.org. Again, we cannot thank you enough for the generous, loving support of your independent community radio station, 89.3 FM and wrfg.org. We exist, resist, and persist because of you. And for those wound men who are not taking care of themselves, and I can guarantee you that they don't know how to take care of children. And so child abuse is so rampant. It's not just beating up children. It's feeding children garbage. But the system supports it. 
so the sister has to die a serious death as a result of sowing so many seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death. So, and there's been this uh, doctrine of ones and ones ha- having died for the sins of everybody else. And I'm just saying is that we each have to come to a point and place where we allow that which does not serve us to to be flushed from us. We're in a day and time where we have access to this absolute and supreme intelligence, this divine mind that that is fueling everything and everybody, but we have to forgive ourselves. We have to let go of the shame and the game and the guilt and stop washing our sins, bathing in the sinfulness of ourselves and really come to a point and place where we accept the opportunity to be cleansed, to be healed, to be renewed and rebirthed on behalf of everything and everybody. And to understand that there is a power in what it is to love. There's a power in coming to a point and place where you truly care to walk the face of this earth in the integrity of your own authenticity as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to come to a point and place where we would prefer to be the generations who reversed so much of this and circumvented so much of the coming death because we are realigning ourselves with the forces of life. We're letting go and releasing our attachments and our emotional bondage to feeling comfort in undermining ourselves and ourselves. Being in a place and space where you accept that you can live the rest of your life and not be in degrees of sickness, illness, and disease. Just depends on what it is you really, really care to achieve, what it is you really want for yourself. And that's how in the midst of it all, there are those who are doing relatively well for themselves with no sickness, illness, and disease. And have the mobility and the financing and they can go and do just about anything and everything because they're following their hearts and their path and coming to that place of maturity where we realize that we will never have anything greater than ourselves so we cannot be on the trajectory of destroying ourselves and think that things are going to add substance to us when we have no will to really live or to thrive, as all intelligences really do. Our coming to a point and place where it truly matters, that we care to truly matter. In our liberation, our resurrection, our reconciliation, our reattunement, to the laws that govern us so that we are able to truly live in the love of the law and the light that is love. And to know that 
nobody else has real power and authority in our lives. Nobody else's thought can do for you what your own thought can do for you. And to have ones feel entitled to determine that you have to do this or you can't do that. We're in a place and space where to be completely cleared and cleansed and purified, to be realigned and with life itself, with the intelligence that is causation and foundation and that which maintains and sustains us with each and every breath. But we have to be harmonized with it, with each and every breath. So you can't cut your breath off and have the fullness of your life. This now moment in which we're in is calling for you to care, to live, care to exalt a full effort in your being, care to remember that you're divinely and perfectly designed and designed perfectly to be a vehicle and vessel of the expression of the light and the wisdom, the peace, the poise, and the power of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to you, to each of us in our caring to ensure the progression of our lineages on behalf of the ones that we've come through. Those who've come through us and those who've yet to come. Taking seriously your life to the degree to which you realize that you cannot undermine yourself consistently over time and have experienced the fullness of yourself at the same time. And to realize that as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence, we are limitless beings, boundless. But being on the right side of this equation of life and that which is requisite for being qualified for continuance in existence, it matters. Your commitment to truth, your commitment to being resubstantiated as not just human, but to understand that the fullness of what it is to be human is to be divine. And that we're immersed in nothing but the divinity of existence. And that's what makes the violations against life so horrendous. And the living. And how it is that people can be so misaligned and so out of alignment and and attunement for so long. And have to experience so much pain and suffering. And then not be able to relate it to the violations that's charged upon their blood. So the spirit is charged upon the blood and the cells and everything so that we are having to get clear about why it is you're eating. You're eating or should be eating for optimum cellular functioning. Of course, when you have people who take over another people, they never had optimum cellular functioning. It's a part of their objective for the people that they've taken over, they've conquered. You know, this world conquering rampage that these people have been under. 
And so we, the people, have to come to a point in place where we will align ourselves with the truth of ourselves and the divinity of existence, but we cannot continue to be in violation of the very law that is love and survive it. In all of the accidents and the mistakes and stray bullets and all of the things that go on because the parents are the first line of offense and defense against or for their children and grandchildren. And for those who think that, oh, well, because my parents did it and my grandparents and my ancestors did it, then it's for me to do this. And I'm saying, well, you know, you have to look at what's current now. And people say, well, Jesus ate meat. And I'm just saying is that where we are now, your body is telling you something different. You understand? To be in a place where you are 200, 300, 400 pounds and you're talking about how somebody else thousands of years ago ate has nothing to do with you. You have to take responsibility for realizing that you were divinely designed and designed divinely and having 100 and 200 and 300 and 400 pounds of excess waste in your system is as a result of a system that is perpetuating garbage as food. This stuff is not food. It does not oxygenate your cells. It does not hydrate your cells. It doesn't mineralize. It does not facilitate cellular regeneration. It doesn't facilitate optimum cellular functioning, optimum thought and creativity. It does not. It's creating just tons of waste and sickness, illness and disease and surgeries and all of these complications. So we're having to really get clear about what's happening. You understand? And whatever the numbers, they're cooking the books on the COVID thing in the first place. How can you believe a people who have already shown you that they would prefer you to be inebriated, intoxicated and whatnot? They closed the churches and kept the liquor stores and the strip clubs open. Come on now. We can outthink this. But when you have people who are sitting in positions supposedly of authority over the city or state or government, national, whatever, I'm just saying, and then you follow them, but you don't have common sense to do what's in your own best interest, it's a problem. Because if you can't do what's in your own best interest, that means that you can't do what's in your children's best interest. And that's why we have the opportunity to truly mature where the core of our divinity can be cultivated. But this culture, these people, this society is doomed if the people don't shift and change the trajectory upon which they are traveling in the ditches and valleys of degradation, creating more sickness, illness, and disease, following blindly those who have no real care for the integrity of life that we should be living. So government should not be in a place and space where they're following those who have invested so heavily in all of the uh, machinery of sickness, illness, and disease. 
And so I encourage you to really take some time and get clear about what you want. But I'm also encouraging you to realize this. You will never, ever have anything greater than who and what you already are but naked. There is no amount of money that you could ever be given. No accolades, no lauding, and applauding, nothing that masses of dead people and dying people can give you that is greater than that which beats your heart and breathes you. To really live, we have to really love and be grateful for the gift of life, to respect it, to reverence it, to exalt it, to appreciate it, to cultivate it, and to realize that we have no rights to be killing and feeding off the carcasses of other beings and supporting the worst Holocaust in existence is creating all of these issues, the pandemic that was already in full effect. You're attuned to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.